Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Burnaby, British Columbia to Portland, Oregon, and from Lacey, Washington to wherever it is you may be joining us, Welcome to GNAC Insider. It's your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Well, on tonight's show, a little bit later, Tyler Cronk, St. Martin's track and field standout, is going to join us. He's heading off to the Indoor National Track and Field Championships. We'll have a chance to talk to Tyler about that coming up. Riley Killip, Concordia men's golf standout, will join us as well, talk up a little bit about the links. And joining us right off the top of tonight's program, Softball standout with a capital S for the Simon Fraser University softball squad. Anissa Zaharchuk is joining us tonight. And when I say softball standout, you can't do much better, Anissa, than what you have done so far in the year. You are 10-0 and 0 in the pitcher circle this season. You rank 7th overall in the GNAC with a 3.58 ERA. So, First of all, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Inside. And let's talk about that season. At this point of the year, did you think you would be 10 and 0? Yeah, honestly, I had no idea that I'd be doing so well at this point. After um, I got a couple wins under my belt in um, the desert for the um, preseason. And uh, I just kept going. So hopefully we can keep going as long as we can with that record. When you talk about the desert, that's that uh, Montana State Billings Desert Stinger tournament that, that starts off the year. I understand that Simon Fraser played quite well down there. When you go and get to off to a good start, has that propelled you and maybe to the team to an even better season? Yeah, I think it's really brought us all together. We stayed down in Arizona a couple extra days to do some team bonding. And I think it's really helped us with our chemistry on and off the field. What is working for you this year in the pitcher circle? What's been your out pitch, and and uh, why have you been as successful as you have been? You're only as a pitcher, you're only as good as your catcher. And with my catcher Amanda Jane, she we're just always on the same wavelength. We have great chemistry, and um, yeah, honestly, she makes me a better pitcher every game in practice. How much? conversation do you have with your catcher during the course of a game um between each innings we always talk about the batters and what we can improve on from inning to inning and um, just to make sure we're always staying on the same page what uh, and i want to get back to this again i ask and i want to see and i don't want you to give away any trade secrets here but have you have you found (laughs) one of your pitches to be the most effective this year yeah, I have. Um, I really, um, I'm a drop-off pitcher, so that's kind of um, my go-to. But it's pretty obvious for all the teams that we play. How do you set up a batter? Um, it kind of goes from batter to batter, but um, our coach, Tina, she um, she calls our pitches, and she's been doing a really great job this year um, making sure that we keep batters uncomfortable. 
Well, obviously you've done just that, or you wouldn't be ten and zero right now. Now you bring up the yeah. name of your coach, Tina Andriana. First year for her. Talk a little bit about her style and and, and what she's brought brought to the program. Yeah, she's really brought. Um, she really encourages the team bonding and making sure that we all have great chemistry on and off the field. And it's funny, it's a small world that we're both from Ontario. Um, I knew of I knew of Coach Tina, but I never met her until I came out here. But a lot of my teammates from back home have been coached by her in the past. So it's kind of cool just to see everything come full circle. Well, you bring up the fact that you hail from uh, Kitchener, Ontario, and you went to Waterloo Collegiate Institute, the high school. That's where you were before you decided to uh, come west. What was it that brought you all the way from Ontario out to British Columbia and specifically to Simon Fraser? Yeah, so Coach Rennie recruited me in 2017, and I really liked the idea of staying in Canada while still playing for the NCAA because I knew at SFU I'd get a great education and had a great communications program. So it just seemed like the perfect fit for me. Now, you talk about going into communications. Do you have a career path or a career aspiration? I'm not 100% sure what, what I want to do exactly, but I know I either want to work in event planning or social media or some kind of marketing, something where I can be creative. Why is that? What draws you to that, that particular area? Um, I've always loved graphic design and stuff like that, and I feel that for – uh, in my future, I'm going to need to have a creative outlet, and it'd be great if my future career could be that outlet. Do yeah. you like to do that kind of stuff? Do you draw, or are there other artistic things you like to do? Yeah, I like to draw and paint, and a lot of um, like digital drawing on my um, computer and stuff like that. I really enjoy. It's just nice to like, de-stress, and sometimes just when school is kind of hectic, just takes your mind off that a little bit. So, so what do you draw and paint, people or, or landscapes, or is there anything you focus on? Uh, I like to draw people a lot. Um, with graphic design, I um, draw people, I think mostly people, yeah. Yeah. We have the pleasure tonight to talk with Anisha, Anisa Zaharchuk, the uh, Simon Fraser University softball pitcher who is 10-0 and on the year. And not only are you 10-0, and 0, that's kind of a magic number. The Clans won 10 of its last 11 games as well. And Simon Fraser named the GNAC Team of the Week after sweeping Montana State Billings in four games last week. Now, you play Central Washington on Saturday, and then you stay on the road and play at St. Martin's this coming Sunday. What do you expect from those games, and, and what challenges will the Wildcats and then the Saints present for the Clan? I think um, they're going to be hungry to beat us just because of our record right now, but we're on a high and I think we're going to continue that high um, and we're going to pull out some more wins this weekend. So looking forward to that. Okay. Do you know which games you're going to pitch? Um, not, not yet. Okay. Well, I tell you, it has been an absolute delight to talk to you, Anissa. I want you, I want to wish you continued success in your uh, career pursuits and certainly on the softball diamond as well. And again, you're only a sophomore, so you've got, uh, you've got quite a career still ahead of you there in Burnaby. So thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, my hunch is this is your first, but probably not your last appearance here on GNAC Insider. <laughs> and I look forward for the next time when uh, we'll have the opportunity to talk again, okay? 
Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Anissa Saharchuk from the Simon Fraser University softball team joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We're going to go from softball to golf. We're going to have the opportunity to talk with Riley Killip from the Concordia men's golf team, which we will do after this time out on GNAC Insider. The Wright brothers had a vision to do the impossible. Through perseverance, courage, and drive, their passion took flight. At Concordia University, this kind of revolutionary thinking is part of our DNA. Our MBA students don't learn in a lecture hall. They work as a team on actual case studies. And they appreciate how the evening, weekend, and online options make it easy to fit school into their busy lives. Free textbooks, iPads, and generous scholarships are available too. Concordia MBA grad Dan Reese sums it up like this. The connections you make in a cohort program are really powerful. You build relationships, you're solving problems together. Everyone makes a commitment to be part of this process. I've built relationships that I know I'll use through the rest of my career. With a Concordia MBA, students learn to question, challenge, problem solve, and collaborate, thinking in new ways to make a positive impact in the workplace. Let your thought revolution begin at ConcordiaMBA.com. That's ConcordiaMBA.com. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and it's my pleasure now to be joined by Riley Killip from the Concordia Men's Golf Squad. Hey, Riley, thanks for making some time for us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, i tell you one thing. I, I, I've been very impressed by the Cavaliers because you've been very consistent this year. Now, you led the Cavaliers to a team victory in the fall season uh, that concluded in, in September's Western Washington Invitational, and then you have turned it around here in the spring season, and you've been consistent finishing in fourth place in the last three tournaments that Concordia has been entered into. What is the reason for that level of consistency, which is, which is quite impressive? Uh, we got such a young core with the three freshmen. I mean, obviously, Jackson and I are uh, upperclassmen with him being a senior and I'm a junior. But having those three guys playing the way that they're playing and consistently playing the way that they're playing, uh, it really gives us a chance to be in contention and win every week, which is, is what you see with those fourth place finishes that we've had the last three events is we've, we've had the opportunity uh, coming down the stretch in all, all three of those events. And uh, you know, we're just, we're just knocking on the door waiting for another one. Well, when you have a young squad as obviously Concordia does, and you, you've just alluded to that, is it almost uh, axiomatic that this team will get better as the year progresses? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it all goes back to experience. You know, uh, Jackson and I both have quite a lot of experience, quite a lot of reps as far as college golf goes. But um, with the freshmen only having one, one like season with the fall under their belt, it's just going to get better as we go on. So it's really, really exciting. All right. You, br- you brought up something interesting, and let's delve into this for just a second. Obviously, you're, you're the grizzled veteran as a junior and one senior, and you have these youngsters that you are tutoring, mentoring. What's the difference? And you talk about the fact that you have been around the collegiate golf circuit now for a while. What is the transition like from high school golf to college golf at the GNAC level? Well, for me, 
Um, I went to Olympia High School, and the transition from high school golf to golf to, at the GNAC level, I would say, I mean, we've got there's quite a few players in the GNAC who are just studs. Um, I would say the the field is a little bit deeper. I mean, in high school, you've got the guys who are going to play at, at some good, you know, maybe maybe top Division One programs. And they're obviously highly sought after. Everyone knows them. But once you get down the leaderboard a little bit, it kind of falls off. And in the GNAC, and especially, like, uh, playing playing with these guys and having, you know, this being my third year, it's the fields are a lot deeper than high school golf, which is just a lot of fun. Do you feel any uh, responsibility to, to, to mentor the, the young group that uh, is on as part of the Concordia team? Yeah, I mean, we're pretty fortunate. It's actually pretty interesting. Um, all three of our freshmen, older side, as far as the freshman class goes, just because they're, I mean, we have two Swedes and uh, one Norwegian. So uh, the two Swedes, are they both turned 20 this year, and, and Jorgen, the Norwegian is 19. So even though they're freshmen and they're young, they've all been playing golf at a high level over in Europe. So coming over here, it it was a lot easier of a transition, I think, than, for example, Jackson and I going from high school golf here in the States to college golf. Yeah. What, now, when you speak with your teammates who have come from abroad, does the conversation ever talk about the differences between European golf and, and golf here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know when Jorgen came and uh, he was playing his first rounds here, we were playing over at, at a local municipal course. And I mean, it's not obviously like we're, we're fortunate enough to be able to play Columbia Edgewater country club. And so this course is obviously, it's not quite up to the same level, but he was just like dumbfounded with how amazing the conditions were compared to what he comes from. So hearing that and hearing similar things from uh, Seb and Victor, it was, it was pretty cool. Just how, how different it is over here coming from there. Riley Killer from the Concordia men's golf team is joining us here. Okay, Concordia back in action at the Tim Tierney Pioneer Shootout down in Alameda, California, March 16th and 17th. What are you doing leading up to that tournament? And what expectations do the Cavaliers have for themselves at that tourney? Uh, well, we were fortunate enough to be able to get to see the property uh, when we were down at our last event in uh, Livermore. So, you know, got a little bit of an idea about what's going on there. And uh, our women's team also played there last week, I believe. So uh, both coaches got to see a good look at the course. And this is the second year that they've played it. So they've got a good game plan for us. And as far as expectations go, I mean, we know what we're capable of. Obviously, uh, having three, three guys finish in the top five at our last event, um the victor getting the individual win like we we know we're we know exactly what we're capable of doing and i mean we just have the expectation to uh come come tuesday and the final round we know we should be right there with a chance to win so 
Well, Riley, I really appreciate you making some time for us tonight. Continue to hit them long and straight throughout the rest of this season, will you? And continued success. I know you're majoring in business there at Concordia. Continued success there as well. And, you know, again, you're just a junior, so there's a opportunity. Maybe we'll have the opportunity to talk to you again sometime down the road here on GNAC Insider. But thank you for joining us tonight. And, again, continued success to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Riley Killip joining us tonight from down there in Portland here on GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and time for us now to take a trip around the GNAC. In Seattle, Western Washington captured the GNAC Men's Basketball Championship title after fending off a hot-shooting Alaska Anchorage team 81-78 on Saturday at Royal Brougham Pavilion. Senior guard Leif Anderson hit the shot of a lifetime connecting on a four-point play with 31 seconds left to cap off a 16-point night. Forward Trevor Jasinski, the tournament's most valuable player, scored 15 points in that victory. The Alaska Anchorage women's basketball team ran away with the GNAC championship title, extending the Seawolves' win streak to 13 with an 89-68 victory over Western Washington on Saturday. Senior guard Safia Yassin was named the tournament's most valuable player, after she led the Seawolves with 26 points in the game. She also scored a career-high 31 points against Central Washington in the semifinals. The Simon Fraser women's golf team leads the GNAC field again at the Tim Tierney Pioneer Shootout, finishing in second place with a score of 609 over two rounds. All four scoring players for the clan finished in the top 25, led by senior Jaya Rampuri, who finished tied for fifth place with Concordia's Cami Decker with a score of five over 149. Rampuri and Decker shared the GNAC Women's Golf Player of the Week award. And GNAC track and field dominated the USTFCCC West Region Awards that were announced on Friday. Western Oregon junior Derek Holdsworth was named the Men's Track Athlete of the Year while Simon Fraser senior Eddie Townsend was named the Women's Track Athlete of the Year. St. Martin swept the field awards with sophomore Tyler Cronk, who, by the way, is coming up next on GNAC Insider, named the Men's Field Athlete of the Year, and sophomore, sophomore Kishara Romaine was named the Women's Field Athlete of the Year. For more information on those regional awards, I would invite you to visit the GNAC website. Well, we told you, we billboarded Tyler Cronk from the St. Martin's track and field squad who's getting set to head to nationals. He's going to join us next after this break here on GNAC Insider. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even kinesiology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir. I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do. But whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it.
One of the highest flying saints for the St. Martin's track and field squad joins us now on GNAC Insider. Tyler Kronk joins us tonight. At the 2020 GNAC Indoor Championships, he was named the male field athlete of the meet after he won the high jump with a height of seven feet one inch, which talks about the jumping high, which ranks third in Division Two this year. But interestingly enough, Tyler also placed second in the long jump at 22 feet, 11 and three quarters inches and fourth in the triple jump at 46 feet, three and a half inches. Tyler, again, congratulations on those great, uh, those great accomplishments. And also congratulations on, as we just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, being named the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association Men's Field Athlete of the Year. When did you hear about that award? Well, I just heard about it when I was at home and my mom was yelling at me because she was so happy about it. And I was really, like, surprised. And I'm actually excited that I got the award. So I really appreciate for all the coaches and everyone else for voting for me. And it was it just feels good to, like, be noticed for, like, what track athletes do and stuff like that. So, West Region, thank you. Really appreciate it. Well, and again, you're just a sophomore as well, so your your career is just starting to blossom and bloom right now. But I, I brought up the, the, the different events that you participate in because it seems to me that maybe while there's some similarities between the long jump and the triple jump, the high jump seems to be a, almost an entirely different discipline. How is it you managed to be so proficient at all three? That's a good question. I really have no clue. Like long jump I did in high school, so kind of wanted to keep to it. And I only did like triple jump once, maybe twice my junior year in high school. And I was like, you know what, I want to do it again. So I asked my coach and he said, all right, we'll make some time for practice, you know, to – practice the triple jump and like work on the form a little bit, although I don't really have any. So I was just winging it and came up like first meet in Portland. I did triple jump once and uh, got a distance of 44 feet, 45 feet. And uh, I was like, okay. Then I made it to GNAX and I was like, all right, maybe I can do all three. And it's kind of shocking to, you know, get fourth. I thought I was going to get like a little bit worse or not even like get a distance, but I did. And, uh, actually proud of myself to show myself that I did all three events in a span of two days. So. Well, and you did them all very well. Now, let me ask you, what is the difference? I mean, the long jump, obviously you jump the, the triple jump. You have the, the, it used to be called at one point, the hop, skip and a jump. And then you've got the high jump <laughs> of those three, which one do you consider to be your favorite? Um, I'd have to say high jump. Cause I've been doing it for so long and, Second favorite is going to have to be long jump, and then triple comes last. That's just like an alternate when I get bored. (laughs) When you practice, do you have to kind of reset, have a different mindset for each of those different events? Uh, Yeah, I practice. uh, We start off with high jump, and that just brings, like, working on the form, the speed, the the stepping, like, and then for long jump, it's – you have to bring speed to get the distance. So I have to think I have to be fast and get on the board and bring the height and the jump too as well and also the speed 
So it's 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 a total different mindset going into high jump and then putting on new spikes and then running fast and then getting far. Yeah. Of course, you're gearing up now for the NCAA Division II Indoor Track and Field Championships coming up uh, down there at the Birmingham Crossplex in Alabama this Friday and Saturday. I'm sure that you're extremely excited. Uh, You got some butterflies going on right now? Yeah, I'm just really excited and also nervous. You know, going to have that mindset, you know, here we go again. Got to at least get up on the podium or just have fun. It's those two mindsets right there. And I think it's it's a bit interesting that your female counterpart, Kishara Romaine, was named the West Region Women's Field Athlete of the Year as well. Is there a certain amount of pride that you feel uh, that you and Kishara are both representing St. Martin's on the national stage? Yeah, it, it, it means a lot. Uh, me and Kishara, we've been working hard for this and uh, just showing how athletic we can be and we don't take anything for granted and we want to be able to show how good we can be at a hundred percent and performing for St. Martin's putting St. Martin's on the board at a national record is a really fantastic opportunity. Tyler Cronk from the St. Martin's track and field squad is joining us. You're you're a native of Kent. You went there to the Kent Ridge high school. What was it about St. Martin's, the program, the university, the area that, that uh, made you think that's where you wanted to go to college? Just the environment around here is really good. Like the friends, the coaches, the teammates, it's like, it's, it's basically the same thing as Kent Ridge. And I just like, you know, what? it's close to home. I can visit home like every weekend or every other weekend. And just like, so my family can keep in touch keep in touch with the coaches. It's just, this is a really good school. I really appreciate everyone that's here supporting me at this college. And even my high school friends are even supporting me as well, even my high school coaches, teachers, and everything. So just keeping up with them, that's basically it. It's just St. Martin's school is just a good environment. I like the teachers, the, as I said, like my friends and everything. It's like, just help me out with homework and stuff. It's, yeah, it's just, great here now i know you're only a sophomore so you probably don't have a declared major just yet but uh, is there a particular uh, area of study that you're going to pursue yeah education i want to become a teacher what grade level uh well i'm thinking about starting out at elementary school and then building my way up you know i still want to be a high school track basketball coach and just like having me as a coach and a teacher, especially being a man of color, we need like more male colored teachers. So it gives like a great opportunity for me to have a job and have a good future. Well, you've certainly got the personality to be a good teacher. I don't think there's any question about it, but you've got a long track and field career ahead of you uh, at St. Martin's, and I look forward to the next opportunity. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a chance to talk to you soon. Maybe you're going to bring home a national championship. I hope so. <laughs> well, good luck, and we'll be uh, we'll be watching you as you're down there at the uh, the nationals this coming weekend. So, Tyler, hey, thanks for joining us tonight, and I hope we talk again soon. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. 
Tyler Kronk joining us from St. Martin's University this evening here on GNAC Insider. Well, time for us now to go ahead and uh, take a quick look at what's happening this week in the GNAC. Seattle Pacific and Western Washington will represent the conference in the NCAA Division II Men's Basketball Championship, which begins this Friday. The Falcons earned the number five seed in the West region and will face number four Chico State, while the Vikings earned the number eight seed and will play host to number one seed UC San Diego. Alaska Anchorage, Northwest Nazarene, and Western Washington all are invites to the NCAA Division II Women's Basketball Championships, which will be hosted by Hawaii Pacific and Honolulu. The West region will feature a rematch of the GNAC Championship Final as number two Alaska Anchorage will play number seven Western Washington in the first round Friday. Northwest Nazarene earned the number six seed and will face number three UC San Diego. The inaugural GNAC rowing season is underway as all five teams are in action on Saturday. Seattle Pacific, Central Oklahoma, and Western Washington will compete at SPU's Falcon Regatta at the Lake Washington Ship Canal in Seattle, while UC San Diego and Humboldt State will compete at the Sacramento State Invitational. That's going to be held in Gold River, California. The NCAA Division II Indoor Track and Field Championships again going to take place Friday and Saturday at the Birmingham Crossplex in Alabama. For information about that meet, schedules, the live stream, live results, visit the NCAA website. And don't forget that for the latest on the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and pretty much anything you'd want to find out. Also, please connect with the GNAC through social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. We'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Insider right after this timeout. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, it's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. Well, I certainly appreciate you making time for us on uh, GNAC Insider tonight to find out what's happening around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I also want to take a personal note and thank Dustin Daniel, who uh, provided tremendous color commentary along with uh, all the great crew from Alto Vision, the Seattle Pacific University staff, and, of course, all the Great Northwest Athletic Conference staff, including the producer of GNAC Insider, Kaho Akau, for all the help they provided me during the recent GNAC Men's and Women's Basketball Championships over there in Seattle. It was a tremendous amount of fun. Thank you very much for your support. And for those who had the opportunity to watch those streams, thank you. And we look forward to doing it for you again next year. I also look forward to having you back with us one week from now when our next episode of GNAC Insider comes your way. It'll be another great show coming up next Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry. Consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now. been listening.
listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.